I'll begin by giving some free publicity to David DeAngelis and the Westerly High School Theater Scrapbook Company, and we have some of them here, I know, with us this morning. This weekend they are performing Les Miserables, my favorite musical by far, which is based on the Victor Hugo novel of the same name. I highly recommend that you go. I've already got my ticket in my pocket for Sunday afternoon's matinee performance. This is the student edition of the show, which I confess I have never seen. But I have seen the full version of Les Mis three times, a couple of times when I was in Canada, in Toronto, and once in Providence. And for me, each of those performances, in addition to being entertaining, was also a very intense spiritual experience. And that's because there are so many profound gospel-inspired lessons in this story and in the music and lyrics of the musical. Now, for the benefit of those who aren't familiar with the story, the basic plot centers around a man named Jean Valjean, who lives in France at the beginning of the 19th century. Valjean spends almost 20 years of his life doing hard labor on a chain gang. Why? For stealing a loaf of bread to feed his starving sister and her child. Not exactly what you would call perfect justice. So as you might imagine, he comes out of prison a very bitter, angry man, full of hate, full of unforgiveness. And because of the yellow ticket that Valjean has to carry, which identifies him as a paroled criminal, nobody treats him kindly. Nobody, that is, except a holy bishop. The bishop takes Valjean into his home, he feeds him, gives him a place to stay for the night. Valjean responds by ripping the bishop off. He steals some of his silver and runs off into the night. Well, the police catch him very quickly. Jean Valjean was never a very good thief. And they bring him back to the bishop. Well, both the thief and the police are shocked when the bishop says that he gave the silver to Valjean as a gift. He even chastises Valjean for leaving behind part of the present, two very valuable silver candlesticks. The police, of course, are forced to let Valjean go, and so they leave the scene. At that point, the bishop says to Valjean, and here I'm quoting from the musical, But remember this, my brother. See in this some higher plan. You must use this precious silver to become an honest man. By the witness of the martyrs, by the passion and the blood, God has raised you out of darkness. I have bought your soul for God. At that moment, grace is given to Jean Valjean, the grace of forgiveness, the grace Jesus Christ won for him and for all of us on that cross 2,000 years ago, the grace he didn't deserve, the grace no one of us deserves, came to him through this holy bishop. And the great news is Valjean responded to this grace. He responded by changing his life. Consequently, for the rest of the story, Jean Valjean becomes a man for others, a man of mercy. He becomes the mayor of a town, and he serves his people with kindness and compassion. He befriends a dying prostitute and raises her daughter as his own adopted child 
when the prostitute dies. He doesn't just talk the talk of being a Christian, he walks the walk. And at the end of the story, he's received into heaven to the fullness of life, to experience the fullness of life with his risen Savior. And this is where the connection with the ascension of Jesus comes into the picture. You know, the ascension of Jesus reminds us of something very important. Reminds us that our ultimate destiny is not here. Our ultimate destiny is heaven. We were made for heaven. This life is only for a time. This earth is not our final home. The collect of this Mass, the opening prayer, said it beautifully. Where the head, that is, Jesus, has gone before in glory, the body, that is, his body, us, the Church, is called to follow in hope. And it's important for us to remember, my brothers and sisters, that only in heaven will we experience perfection, perfect love, perfect joy, perfect peace, perfect justice. We will never, ever experience those realities in their fullness here. However, a lot of people think they can. They spend a lot of time trying. Many have done it over the centuries. They thought that they could create a kind of utopia, a heaven on earth, by their own power and according to their own design. And they've ended up very frustrated and very unhappy. In Les Miserables, these people are represented by the students, the idealistic students who decide to revolt against their oppressive government. They've got great intentions. They really do mean well. But their revolt is a dismal failure. Almost all of them die in a gun battle with government soldiers at a barricade in the middle of the city. After his conversion, Jean Valjean tried to make the world a better place by living and by loving as Jesus Christ lived and loved, which is exactly what we are supposed to do as Christians. That's what we're called to do. And he ended up experiencing some happiness in the process, especially through his adoptive daughter, Cosette. But Jean Valjean did not believe for one minute that he could somehow create heaven on earth by his own will and power. He knew better. He had suffered too much, especially those 19 years in prison. He was what you might call a Christian realist. If you go to see Les Mis, and I really pray you do this weekend, please notice something. Notice that all the characters in this story have hopes and dreams, like we all do. But none of them finds perfect happiness. Not a single one. Some, like Valjean, do find a measure of happiness, praise God. But even these characters are les miserables, the wretched ones in French. Happiness, to the extent that we can experience it here on this earth, comes from keeping our eyes on the goal of heaven and by living our life in faith, hope, and charity, like Jean Valjean. It's all summed up beautifully in the final song of the musical, in these words that are sung by those souls welcoming Jean Valjean into heaven, and I'll leave you with these words. May they inspire all of us to keep our eyes on the kingdom, on the light of heaven, 
as we strive to live in faith, hope, and love here on this earth. Do you hear the people sing, lost in the valley of the night? It is the music of a people who are climbing to the light. For the wretched of the earth, that's us. There is a flame that never dies. Even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. They will live again in freedom in the garden of the Lord. They will walk behind the plowshare. They will put away the sword. The chain will be broken and all men will have their reward.